Hey, welcome back for another episode of In Those We Trust podcast, Trust Sports Talk. Of course, got the guy Liam in the building. I'll let you introduce our guest, one of your boys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Malik, what's up? We have Dave Wallace here today, the best cornhole commissioner out there. One of the biggest oh. Eagles fans I know. Yeah, our cornhole league every Thursday at Evil Genius. Shout out in Fishtown. Dave takes it. it over, man. He takes it over. So, yeah, clap track for that. Um, one of the biggest Eagles fans I know, avid listener of the pod, always gives good notes. So, had to have him on, man. Super Bowl yeah. week. We got to do it big. Appreciate appreciate the support. Um, so, you run a corn? Is it in Philly, the Cornhole League? I don't run it. Um, we started doing it the same season that uh, Liam did. But um, I got super drunk when they were winning the championship our first season. And I went up to the uh, the girl that was running it. And I was like, yo, how do I get your job? And she's like, you can have it. So, uh, yeah, it's so like, quote, it's unquote, what did you say? It's over in Philly? Yeah, it's up in Fishtown in Philly. I know someone that plays over here, and I'm looking to, to get down. And I know these guys say it's serious, man. It's on TV now. Yeah, those guys. Those guys are crazy, man. But yeah, I mean, I think Malik, don't uh, don't forget what what Dave just said when my when my team won the championship our first year. Just didn't want that to get lost in translation there. But <laughs> you know what's funny? I think I, I feel like this is what happens, and and especially in adulthood, it's like life gets too busy for you to give a fuck about things that like you could care less about. Like when the elections are when like the Trump shit's happening, I'm just like I don't give a fuck. So I don't know what's going on. Same thing I feel about the Eagles bullshit. Like, I actually have, like, zero fucks given. But I have been talking to a lot of Eagles fans, and I want to get your perspective. I can't imagine the stress I would have going into this week. The two, week off that, the two weeks off that the, the fans, players have in preparation for this game would kill me. I would have no idea what, what to do. I would be stressed out, even stressed through watching that game. I haven't had to deal with that. You've dealt with that once already, Liam. I remember texting you during that time, you praying mm-hmm. that you want me to vote for a uh, root for the Eagles to win that Super Bowl. Yep. Biggest mistake of my life. But <laughs> what is the stress like for you as a fan? I, you, Liam texted me your word. What's that stress like? Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Let me hear it. It's brutal. It's It's terrible. It's just, I mean, look, the strain and the stress and the waiting is better than not. I mean, I, I could be sitting at home watching two other teams at media day. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, I was on a call at work today, and they were like, oh, so you're, like, excited for this weekend? I was like, <laughs> I don't even know if excited is the word. It's Tuesday. I'm just I'm miserable. Like, I just want mm-hmm. it to be the weekend. Every single hour drags. Uh-huh. So that's my men- that's my mentality right now. It's it's yeah, it's tough. But it's I'm excited, man. Definitely. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we were talking about it right before we recorded, man. This has been <clears throat> the longest week ever, and it's only Tuesday as we <laughs> sit here and record. So, yeah, it is miserable. And I think, you know, Dave, I don't know if you agree, but the wild card weekend when the Eagles had that bye week, it was such like a relaxing feeling. You didn't have to worry about watching the Eagles play, getting those players some rest and knew you were going to watch them next week. And weirdly enough, that's what last week felt like to me. It was just a week off that we didn't have to, you know, worry about or, you know, watch them play. And we knew a game was coming up. Well, now with media day going on, now that Tuesday has come and gone, you know, you see all the players going through their interviews. Everyone's landed down in Phoenix. Now things are happening. It's Super Bowl week. Dave, you're right. It's just, it's dragging and it's, it is almost miserable. You know, you really can't think to yourself when you're on a work meeting, you're just thinking, Get me to Sunday, get me to Sunday, get me to Sunday. It seems like years away right now. I don't know if we're ever going to get there. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, the stress is, it, it's definitely building up. How has, as this, you know, last week you were confident, you know, I got your, mm-hmm. I got, I'm the one who got your drunk text and your, your videos that we got posted <laughs> yeah. on We Trust. Um, I guess we were hacked. Somebody posted that. Congratulations to, to Philly. Yeah, I guess you our know. page was hacked because the Dallas Cowboys fan, Malik Howard, would never do that. <laughs> never do that one. <laughs> um, but in regards to like, when I look at the predictions going into this, of course, you're going to be hyped coming off a win like you did versus San Francisco. Mm-hmm. What has happened? What are your thoughts going forward of the matchup now? You know, the, the one clip we posted was Tone saying he can't see any matchup being able to to compare besides the QB position, of course. So yep. what was that look like now? Yeah, uh, Dave, I'll kick us off here, and, and mostly because I texted you this earlier. Leek, I'm pretty sure we've touched on this too. <clears throat> I'm worried. And my two worries are completely non-football related worries. They're non-Eagles related. They're non-matchup related. Number one, the season's been so easy. Dave, I told you this earlier. It's There really hasn't been any real turmoil. I mean, we've lost once with Jalen Hurts as our quarterback. And if we turn the ball over one less time or one call goes the other way, they win that game too. When this was happening five years ago, obviously the Carson Wentz injury, we had injuries among the offensive line. There was injuries in the secondary. Like there were, there were things that like, here we go, another year as a Philly fan, it's not going to work out, but turned into a magical run, right? So you went through the highs, you went through the lows. I could be wrong, Dave. You might disagree with me, but there's been no low this year. Even the loss to the Cowboys was Gardner Minshew, and the one seed was next to locked anyway. The Saints game was frustrating as all hell to watch, but again, it's Gardner Minshew, and all you had to do was beat the Giants who were resting their starters. Yeah. Even in the playoffs, you played a Giants team that. You figured we were going to beat up on them, and they did. And then on the last Sunday against the Niners, Brock Purdy gets hurt on the first drive. You know you're going to the Super Bowl for the entire three and a half hours that you're watching the game. So the fact that it's been this easy leading up to the Super Bowl, it's not supposed to be like that for Philadelphia. So that worries me. And number two, Malik, you've touched on this before, and you're never going to let me hear the end of it. It seems too Philly for the Eagles to lose the Super Bowl right off of the Phillies losing the World Series, like back to back. And then the Union, not a huge soccer guy, but losing the MLS Cup. So Philadelphia would make too much sense to have three straight losses in those championship games. Those are my two big worries. We'll touch on the X's and O's, but Dave, am I crazy for thinking that? No, you're not crazy for thinking that. I mean, yeah, coming out of last, not even last week, two weeks, coming out of the Niners game, Everyone felt great. Everyone's riding that high. We're good to go. But, I mean, yeah, we haven't really hit too many bumps in the road. It's a long season. I mean, the win over the Colts, you win by one. You're like, yeesh, that wasn't very good. But you move past it because you got to win. The Saints game sucked. I hated that. I think your only bump was Jalen Hurts. Him getting hurt. I mean, your only bump. Yeah, there's minor bumps. Like if you lose that game to the Colts, that's that's bigger than a minor bump. Um, I was more worried about who we were going to face in the divisional round than actually once we got there against the Giants. I mean, was, we, we stomped them. Um, I disagree that we knew the entire game that we we're going to beat the Niners just because we were really struggling on offense in that first half. And that always worries me because as you keep going, the stage gets bigger, the lights get brighter. You're going to see a lot of inexperience, potentially, from guys like Jalen Hurts that haven't been there before, Devontae Smith that haven't been there before, A.J. Brown that hasn't been there before. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there's talent up and down this roster. There's also a lot of inexperience, a lot of guys that haven't played on this big stage. You can say the same thing about the Chiefs, but I don't really care about the Chiefs. I'm worried about our guys. Um, Oh, I don't think you can say that about the Chiefs. 
I mean, so you can't say it about Andy Reid. You can't say it about Patrick Mahomes. You can't say it about Kelsey. But, like, all of their other receivers, basically, that defense? guys. That defense. I mean, the defense is kind of washed anyway. The defense isn't very good. I mean, you got Chris Jones. Chris Jones is an absolute dog. Mm-hmm. But, like, outside of that, they're a very beatable defense. Um, For sure. And we can get to that later <clears throat> if we're still talking Eagles at that point. But, like, the thing that worries me about the Chiefs, I'll just touch on it now. Um, if they run a zone... I'm worried about what's going to happen with Jalen Hurts' reads. Because mm-hmm. if Chris Jones comes barreling down the middle and there's a zone out there in the secondary, where's Jalen Hurts going to put the ball? What's his decision-making going to look like? Because the Niners gave him fits. He's like, I think it's 22nd in the league against zone. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 not great. But, um, look, we should win this game. That's We can keep talking about it, but. Yeah, yeah. I go back and forth on it, and and the question here was, how do we feel going into it? It changes day by day. By day. So, I think ahead, I think Lee. that I, I'm sorry, Lee, to cut you go off. Ahead, just to <clears throat> touch on Dave's point, you're right. There, there definitely was a struggle against that Niners defense, and if Josh Johnson doesn't gift us a couple of fumbles, mm-hmm. that game goes you know a different way. I'm almost that almost gives me more confidence though, because I could just be, you know, mm-hmm. an idiot when I say this. I don't know if the Chiefs defense really sniffs the Niners. So do you both of you guys think there is, you know, hey, Jalen Hurts saw the toughest he was going to see. Both the, both the Chiefs and the Bengals, whoever are going to win that game, the Niners defense was going to give him the most fits regardless. So Dave, I'll ask you, Malik, I'll ask you as a football guy, Jalen Hurts is that inexperienced guy, but he was just in the NFC Championship game. That defense stayed healthy. That wasn't, Brock Purdy didn't affect the defense. They are the best in the league, and it was rough. But he got through to it, and he got the win, and he made some adjustments. So does that give you any more confidence knowing, hey, he is facing a lesser Chiefs defense that he could, probably should, carve up at least a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it definitely does. And like the, the worries are going to come. The insecurity of going to a Super Bowl, I mean, just, just not knowing is tough. Um, I, I stated a few negatives, but there's also the positives of going against that Chiefs defense. Like, if we can get past that line of scrimmage with the run game – we're going to gash that secondary. Mm-hmm. They're, I think, like a bottom five team in rush defense overall, and especially once people get past the first tackle. It's it's brutal, man. Like, linebackers, the uh, D-backs, they don't bother me. Uh, I think their running game could be dominant. I, I think, uh, yes, Oof. to your point, I, I think this defense, hey, I think um, this defense doesn't sniff the Niners' defense, uh, and and that's been exposed all year. I mean, this mm-hmm. Chiefs this Chiefs offense has been carrying this team, and Patrick Mahomes has been carrying this team. Like I said, there are playmakers on this defense, but they're not right. the Niners. Right. So here here's my thought. I have two. I can talk about Jalen. I'll talk about the a team. When mm-hmm. I kind of go into the playoff predictions, I look at that realm. I necessarily don't lean towards statistics when it comes to playoffs and when it comes to especially a game like this. I don't go off the stats. I go strictly off of what am I seeing from a team in their play. And when I look at the comparison of the 49ers versus the Chiefs, just game-wise, I don't know the stats behind it, but when I look at those games and how they played, the 49ers got completely embarrassed. Completely embarrassed, gashed. Your guy, uh, I'm forgetting his name, the linebacker for the 49ers, played his ass off, but he, who, was, who else was there? I mean, let's be honest. The Cowboys shut down Boza. As well. So it's like when I look at the Chiefs defense and what they stepped up and how they played, they play like a defense wanting to win a game. No matter what, that's to me, that's that's more scary than anything going in. When I look at Jalen Hurts, and I, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't watched, I don't watch the Eagles all year long. 
Mm-hmm. Has there been a game when Jalen had to go out there and play his ass off? Like, I think I saw that with him trying to beat the Colts, like come back. But has there been? I just don't know. I'm asking you a question. Has he had to play a game to where it's like it's on his back? Because if so, Jalen Hurts has been that guy that no matter what, if he has to put on his back, he knows how to find Devontae Smith. He knows how to find Brown. And Devontae Smith just showed you, you need a big play to happen, throw that bitch up, he'll yeah. come down with it. I think Brown is the – I'd rather throw it up to Smith because to me, Brown is questionable with his little bullshit drops. But it's like no matter what, you have a guy. Like you have someone to find at all times. So I don't think that even if Hurts is put in a position where he has to win it for you, there's other guys that step up and win it for you. Like the depth is crazy. Yeah, I think um... – you know, first and foremost, I'll, I'll just go to like a couple drives and I pulled up a couple games here. Um, one that I touched on last week, Malik, I think the Eagles are up 21 to seven ball at their own nine yard line after the Niners just punted <clears throat> again, best defense in the league. Yeah. And Jalen hurts drove the team right down and scored a touchdown on like an eight minute, 13 play, eight minute drive. Right. You take a look at the Colts game. Dave was just talking about Eagles were down like to the very, very end. And Jalen hurts led a drive again. It's the Colts. Colts yeah, but cheap, I, don't, right? I don't care about I don't care about drives. Show me it has been a game. But those are games. So yes, the Colts game is a loss if he doesn't drive them down the field and score that rushing touchdown up the middle. There's been and then the two games day before I passed on to you that I touched on last week when I told you that this team was different and that they can win different ways. It starts with Jalen Hurts. Um, mm-hmm. Packers game what week eleven? I'm looking at it now. Jalen Hurts threw for 150 yards. He ran for 160 yards. Then the very next week against the Titans, he threw for like over 350. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he can do it, and mm-hmm. he can do it in a multitude of ways. So, again, yeah. I know I'm pointing at drives, but those drives are leading to a seven-point win against yeah. the Packers or a one-point yeah. win against the Colts. Okay. And could have been if Quez Watkins' dumbass doesn't fumble the ball, <laughs> a win against Washington on that yeah. Monday night. Yeah, very true. I don't I – don't, I want to reach. I, I, that's, that, cause this is how I, – I text Liam. Liam said, bro, I don't know. I'm worried. And I said that this Super Bowl is going to shape up to be one of those that there's, there's, you know, you have the the catch the with Eli with Eli Manning the catch mm-hmm. on the helmet, you have Sean Payton making the call to kick uh, onside kick it coming after halftime. Like, I think it's going to be one of those plays that change the change the momentum of a team to come back and win. For some reason, it's just, it's such it's stacked up so weird. You got the Kelsey Bowl, mm-hmm. first time you have two black quarterbacks squaring off. You have the Eagle Philly in its own being in that big game. It's always something that's like, fuck, Philly's back in the game. You then have the refing core around that. I don't know if you guys have seen like the the refs, the the refing team for that game is uh, the re- most penalized refing team out there. So it's like, can it be a big call that fucking blows it? Can it be that catch Devontae Smith makes and they wave it off? Could it be one of those that happens in this game to say, the fucking Eagles lose on some bullshit because the only way I see the Eagles lose, I think it's a lock. I think it's a lock, and you don't want to hear that as fans. I'm a, I'm going to jinx it because I don't give a fuck. I'm jinxing you. You are going to jinx. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you were doing that the whole way. You said nine were, yeah. were going to be a beat down, so I'll take it. No, I said that. I said they won't be. I said I had you guys going up by 17 versus Niners. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm saying, but you've been trying to jinx it this whole way. It hasn't worked. I, I, I give you guys your respect, but I think that what was it saying? Although it's a lock. But it's like, what the fuck? Could, like, the only way you guys lose this game is if Andy Reid goes in his bag of being a fucking genius and somehow Patrick Mahomes is able to sit in the pocket. I don't think he does that. And, again, that has to come from injuries. If you take Sweat out, if you take Reddick out, if you take – he has to sit in the pocket. It's going to be another 
You know what I have for that one? <laughs> when when it comes to the, him having to see the pocket, it's going to be the same Super Bowl as, what was it, two years ago, bro, of him running for his fucking life? Mm-hmm. That's all it's going to be. It's going to be a boring-ass Super Bowl of him running for his life and not getting any positive yardage. And it's a lock in my eyes. Call that boring for us, but yeah, boring, yeah, boring for, for you, casual it's, it's thing, not. Yeah, for, for you, it's not. Well, let me, uh, Malik. I'll, I'll try. I'll ask this question to Dave, the one you had for me. You know, I, again, I believe it. Malik's been saying this about can Jalen Hurts do it? Can he win that game? Can he win that game? It's almost now, bro. You're starting to get on that on your Micah Parsons shit with that with that Jalen Hurts hate. But Dave, let me let me ask you, <laughs> what's your because con- again, I don't look at Jalen Hurts as any average 24 year old second year quarterback. Yes, there are a little worries, but I think he can do it. What say you? Oh, I think he can do it. Uh, it. There's a lot that goes into it. I mean, this roster is one of the best that's been built around the NFL in many years, top yeah. to bottom. And yeah. I mean, that's the perfect storm of. We got we got all these guys that the Saints didn't want or the Giants didn't want or they're on expiring contracts or they're on rookie contracts. So, like, everything's there. Everything It's the perfect storm for this team to win. And if we lose because of Jalen Hurts, you start asking yourself some questions as a franchise, despite how great his year was. Um, Whoa. Hey, hey. I'm just really? saying. <laughs> really? I got, I got to fire off a take here. There you um, go. Okay. I don't think it's going to happen. I yeah. think Jalen Hurts is one of the most cool, calm, and collected people I've seen play the game. It's it's really, really impressive to see. Uh, and I think the stability within the organization that he it's well-documented that he hasn't had his whole life is starting to really help him. Like, he's never played with the same coach two years in a row and all, and yeah. all that stuff, same offensive coordinator, this, that, the other. I think he's stepping up. I think he's showing it. There's a reason he's an MVP. He's going to be the runner-up to Patrick Mahomes probably, but, you know. Um no, I my confidence level probably an eight and a half out of ten. So, first of all, Lee knows I'm reaching to see if there's a way the Eagles lose this game because I don't see it happening. I'm the first one to say that's this is that that's my gripe with Philly that I don't think Philly deserves to be in this game because Philly fans one suck dick, but when it comes <laughs> down to Philly fans want him out there. Dave, did you like Hertz when he was going through his fuckery? So he couldn't uh, throw the ball twenty plus yards. I wouldn't which say was there, which was there. I, I wouldn't say that I was like calling for his head, but okay. at the same time, I was like, "Is this the guy?" Like okay. my thoughts going into this season and his prove it season was, "Look, we've got a great roster, top to bottom." This was after we got everyone. We're like, "Look, Hurts just has to be the guy. If he's not yeah. the guy, we have the Saints pick. We have our pick." Uh, if he's not the guy, then our pick's probably somewhere in that 10 to 20 range also. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going into this coming draft, there's plenty of quarterbacks. So I was like, am I sold on him? No. Am I ready to ship him off? No. So it was it was, it was, a, oh, it was a prove it for you. It was a prove it year. And, okay. I mean, damn, he, he sure did. So so th- that's my thing. When, when you look at a quarterback to develop, you the Philly fans expect the Joe Burrow and that's that's once in a lifetime talent that comes around and that's icy as fucking his third year right being able to be in championship games like that like that that's once in a lifetime but when I looked at Jalen Hurst and I was like all you, to, to me just going off of that that's just development and like no he, he has no fucking arm he's out of there I was like that's development that's off-season work building that connection with the wide receivers, learning how to throw to wide receiver speed. Let's be honest. You're now throwing to guys that are running four threes in comparison to guys that are running four, four, four fives. 
Like these are wide receivers that fucking top speed can move on you and break off to not let's let's get used to throwing to these guys. That's my gripe with him because I love seeing on the side of the road these guys selling Hurts jerseys to win a year ago with fucking calling for his fucking head. Now you may say, duh, he has to go out there and prove it, but that's my problem. Let a quarterback de- especially the quarterback position, let him develop. If I were to have this nonsense with Dak of let Dak develop. Dak, in our eyes, still won the debate on who's better, him or Carson Wentz. But he's shit. Get him, ship him the fuck out of there. That's when you call for a person's head. Not fucking second year. Well, you know what, Malik? It, because it's all it's all circumstantial, though, right? Like, you can look at Jalen Hurts if he went to the Cleveland Browns, right, or the Jaguars. Those are franchises that haven't done dick that say, you know what? We have the time to allow a guy to develop. You're you looking go. at the Philadelphia Eagles – that, what, two or three years removed from a Super Bowl with an MVP candidate quarterback and a Super Bowl MVP quarterback. So you had two different guys in that building at the same time. One should have won league MVP that year. The other won the Super Bowl MVP. And you were really divided. Were you a Carson Wentz guy or were you a Nick Foles guy? Only two years later, both of them are gone. And you have this kid, a second-round draft pick, who when he was picked, Eagles fans were told is going to be Taysom Hill 2.0. Now he's supposed to be your franchise. So, again, I, it's all circumstantial. This wasn't like we weren't just going to sit back and be like, oh, hopefully this is the guy. No, you're talking about a, a sports city that is coming off of a championship that had two guys. Again, the fan base was divided almost right in half. You had two guys, shipped them both off, and then now you're stuck with a second-round quarterback who up to this year was a running quarterback that can throw maybe a little bit. Dave, am I wrong? You're not wrong. So uh, Philly, Philly is known for their for their awesome takes when it comes to who these players would be, right? Philly has been spot on when it comes to Carson Wentz and Foles because them motherfuckers can't get a seat on the bench right now. I mean, for what is I mean, it, to Liam's point, Carson Wentz was the MVP that year before he went down with an injury, and Nick Foles was the Super Bowl MVP. Like they they balled out. I mean, Malik, <laughs> it's literally it's literally like right now, Jalen Hurts. Winning MVP, but having that shoulder injury be year-ending, right? And then having Gardner Minshew come in and win the Super Bowl. And then two years later, we draft, we draft some fucking kid that couldn't even make it at Bama at first, that was benched <laughs> at Bama in the second round, as a guy that says, you know what? He can be Gardner Minshew or Jalen Hurts' backup and then comes in and start. So right now today, yeah, that sounds crazy because, oh, my God, like Jalen yeah. Hurts is the guy, and he is. And, again, yeah. this is all just a hypothetical but, yeah. you, you know, that is just the point. Like, again, this isn't the Cowboys that haven't won in 30 years that had Tony Romo, then Dak Prescott, and we're, like, cool with it. We're we not- also got to remember, we got dog-walked by the Bucks last year in the playoffs. Not even Jalen Hurts looked scary. Like, didn't know what to do when they sent pressure after him. Couldn't hit open guys. He threw, like, 50% completion rate, two picks, two sacks. Like... It wasn't a good note to go out on. Obviously, losing in the playoffs, you're never going to be happy going into the offseason. But then everyone's just stewing on that for six months. So, yeah, I mean, people were pretty pissed at Hurts and the Eagles as a whole. Oh, so Philly's Philly's a, a, a town that's used to winning. Is that what you're saying, Liam? Yeah, I would say that Philadelphia kind of... In the last fucking 10 years. Players. Suck my dick. Get the fuck out of here, bro. What are you talking about? In the last what 10 years, saying? the Eagles team has been running the NFC since the early 2000s. Liam, when it comes to winning the big one is what I'm saying. 
When it comes to okay. win the big one, now you guys don't know how to develop a team. Right, now that's what I'm saying. And they finally won the big one. And the two quarterbacks that were involved in the regular season and the playoffs that won it were gone and replaced by some unknown kid. That's the reason why Philly fans, okay, I'm okay, telling okay. you this, I, I'm, t- you, I'm telling you, you that's the reason. That's I why people had their doubts. And just like Dave said, when when you made the playoffs, okay, let's see what this I team's about. And you, and you do. You get da- That game was never close. The fact they scored 15 points was a prayer. They that sh- they should have been shut out in that game if the Bucs didn't. I, I guess I'm going off the perception that I watch more college football than and football period. Like you guys probably watch a lot of football than you're probably fan base. So they probably have no idea. who They didn't even know who the fuck Hurts was walking into that building. All they know him as is Tua's backup. That's that's a perception going in. that This was a guy that, who got replaced by Tua. So I can get why you would have that perception of no, I'm saying, I'm agree with you. Why you had that perception? No, of, I know. Who is this I'm guy? just saying you can't have college, like there's every year. I mean, what eighty percent of these dudes that are studs in college, like they don't no. want, like look at Tim Tebow off the top of my head. Dude was a gamer. Dude was the national championship champion at an SEC school. Couldn't throw. He was big. He was a runner, and he didn't work out. Yeah. So again, like yeah, Jalen Hurts, baller at school, baller at Bama, baller at Oklahoma. Came out in the second round. Again, I'm telling you this, Malik. When it was drafted in the second round everybody's jaw dropped and the reports coming out of Philadelphia where we're going to use him in a Taysom Hill like package. So you can't take Taysom Hill and then the next year, try to sell him as the franchise and have him play like that and expect everyone to be like, okay, you know what? Awesome. Let's, let's give him another two years. We're not the Cowboys. We want to win now. We're not. All right. Yeah. I'll I'll let that one slide. You, you've thrown two in there already. I'll let it slide. Malik, I got a question. Go ahead. Flipping the script here. So you said, Philadelphia is not a city of winners because they couldn't get the big one. Even though no, they didn't get the big one. Like, they got it. They got one. Yeah, yeah. So if the Chiefs lose this game and they've been, they've won all these AFC championships, they've made all these AFC championships, but they've only got one. Does this kind of taint their legacy here? The Chiefs? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes specifically. Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes and Andy Reid's Chiefs. Yeah. I, 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 I can't. I can't say it does in regards to – do you want my media take or, like, my personal take? Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you the media, no matter what, when I look at the ability to play, I think Patrick Mahomes has gone into this year with no weapons. It's kind of – he's been put in a situation of go win it, you and Travis and Andy. And look at the and look what they have been to accomplish. We still have to admit what he's been able to accomplish because if the 49ers were to go in that thing, we would look at fucking – what's his name as the, the – Genius of all geniuses. So when I look at the, their trajectory, I think it's so early that we can't write them off as they don't win the big game. Because no matter what, they haven't been – maybe that organization hasn't been done the correct way like the Eagles have to build another team around him. They didn't go out there and fulfill a, a, a Tyree kill. They didn't go out there and fulfill an offensive line. You're in the big game again, and your biggest reasons to why you, you're going to lose this game is your offensive line. Let's be honest. Again, you had the guy. Go get those other guys to, to make him secure. But when I look at Philly as a winning town, I mean, you guys are talking like you're fucking Boston, like you're like you're New England, like you all around sports. You guys just what the fuck you do. Like let's let's chill out, humble yourselves. This is why people don't give you guys the credit because you're not humble enough. Humble yourself. In the last ten years, have you gone to the NFC Championship more than anyone else? Bow down, give you that one. But when it comes to win the big one, you have won, and you've had the Phillies in 2008. 
You've lost the big ones. So let's see if you let's let's develop the organizations. Let's develop the Flyers. Let's develop the Sixers. Let's see if the Sixers can get something. Let's develop this whole city. So let's see if we can go win some. Let's let's not act like we're Boston here, all right? Never act like down. we were Boston. But to Yo, say you that guys Philly have to isn't not to say your 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 theory here is that Philly shouldn't expect winning because they only had not what two championships not in recent memory. But forget about the playoff sex, uh, success. Forget about hey, yo. Wait, that <laughs> man. There's a lot yo. of cars out there for a reason, and there's going to be a lot named Jalen after Sunday. It's going to be some babies. <laughs> the, play, the playoff success over the last two decades between the Phillies, between the Sixers, between fuck, I guess the Flyers. Oh, yes, this playoff success has been there. The trophies haven't been, but you can't act like these are four teams. They're not that, a winning town. Let's not act like you're the winning town. Market-wise. I never said we were the winning town. So shut the fuck up about where you were. So we we, we, we each had this standard. We had this standard of we expected of to win to every win, time. Of wanting to win because we've seen some winning teams. Not, maybe I not being you. able to okay. finish, but now the expectation shouldn't be there. That's fine. Well, I mean, well, on that point, look around the town right now. Look at the Eagles. Look at the Sixers. We're not going to talk about the Flyers. Look at the Phillies. Yeah. When those seasons start, people are talking about those teams. Eagles are probably the least talked about of the three, the Phillies, the Sixers, and the Eagles right before the season started. People you put are like, the Phillies over the Eagles? As far as expectations going into their seasons, yes. Especially oh, really? now I that... I thought the Phillies were written off from the start. No, nah, the They Phillies, were lucky enough to make it that far. Especially going into this season coming up, which I guess would now be talking about oh, the okay, Eagles. Okay, okay. But okay. Anyway, like we got Trey Turner. Like the, the lineup top to bottom is crazy stacked. I mean, sure, we're not winning the big ones right now, which, you know, it's coming. It's all coming. Mm-hmm. But people look at these Philly teams across the board as threats. Like, these teams win. They're not winning championships, but they're a threat to win. All right, sure, I'm sorry. So, anyway. I, I'm just so used to Texas. We, they still win championships out there. Even hey. if it's not the Cowboys, we still figure it out a way. That's uh, well, what it is. If we're going to do that, then let's shut out Villanova basketball for their uh... – <laughs> Because then, yeah, we are tight. So you know what I do now? The South, we win everything. The South, yeah. <laughs> I'm for the South. But I need some score predictions. I need honest score predictions going into this game. Liam, you might not want to say it yet, but I need it, baby. Yeah. Well, Dave, I'll kick it off to you first. Oof. Uh, I don't. I don't want to give. I don't want this on the record. Um, <laughs> it's gonna flip flop six times between now and Sunday. Um, I'll start off with the deflection here that the official Madden simulation came out. Uh, and Madden has the Eagles winning 31-17, um, which honestly makes me feel worse about the game because I don't want that hung over our head. Um, my prediction for the game, I think the Eagles win. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be 31-27 Eagles. Liam. I like it. I, I do. I I think the Eagles are going to win as well. Um you know, my prediction for my prediction going into the Niners game when I thought Brock Purdy was gonna play that whole game Malik, I told you I was worried. It was really two loaded rosters, but I said Brock Purdy's gonna be the one to make that mistake and not Jalen Hurts, right, to lead to the a close win. This may sound crazy and again it may hang over my head forever, but I see how Mahomes can force some things when he's under pressure. And this has been the greatest D line that I've ever seen, one of the greatest D lines that the league has ever seen. They're going to get pressure on that hurt ankle. I do think 
that he's going to try to force some things, and it's going to be a Mahomes turnover in the end, just like we had five years ago with that Brady fumble. It's going to be Mahomes in the end trying to hit that last drive and forcing a turnover. Yeah. I'll go Eagles 30, Chiefs 26. So literally Oof. one point off on, one on, on both, Dave, on both cool, ends. Cool, cool. Hey, Liam, <laughs> um, uh, it's been a little bit now. It's It's been about five years, give or take. Um, who forced that fumble? Would you call that person a playmaker on Brady? You know, weirdly enough, to this day, um, with 11 and a half sacks, Mr. Brandon Graham was the one that Got knocked it. that ball out. And, uh, and listen, he's been doing it for a very, very, very long time. And, uh, so, you know, you want to make a bet? Do you want to make a bet right now? He does nothing in the Super Bowl. Listen, I'm Let's not making it. Stand on it. Oh. <laughs> Maybe later in the week. Maybe later in the week. All right. Uh, so, wait, hold I on. Have... Back to that. You, you, you are saying that Brandon Graham, in the biggest stage, clinched the game by forcing a fumble? Correct. Got it. Okay. Against right, the great Dave, do you want to stand on that, Dave? <laughs> hey, if, if I had that, think about it. Just, just think scheme-wise. I'm just talking, let's let's talk X and O's. Sure. Scheme-wise, if I had to worry about Sweat, if I had to worry about Reddick, do I give a fuck about Brandon Graham? That, <laughs> let, 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 let's watch. Go back and watch those games to see what has he made on his own. Has he made a play-changing on his, on his strength alone of not lining up when you have... Who do the Cowboys have across the board that leaves Parsons on an island? If you put Parsons in the Eagles, let's think about how much, how many more fucking sacks or tackles he has. As we all know that every defense clues in on Parsons and Van Der Esch. Because no one gives a fuck about Lawrence. Lawrence shows up once in a while. Let's be honest here. Let's play scheme-wise. So you would think that. But then why did the Niners block Hassan Reddick with a backup tight end? Like hey, was- that's on them. Totally <laughs> I was in that room. <laughs> um, but that was when, be... he, when he heard him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Stupid, man. When he absolutely just blew up the line and just totally <laughs> yeah. hurty, literally and figuratively. Um, that should have been a flag in my eyes, but whatever. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I actually do. I, I don't know if it'll be game-changing, but I do think Brandon Graham is going to be in the backfield a decent amount just because of where he's going to be lining up. Um, I think he's going to be right next to, probably, on that same side as Redick. Uh, if, they're in the, if they're in the game at the same time together, I'm not sure how they're going to rotate point. that. Totally get it. No, no, no. I'm definitely not taking away the fact that the playmakers on this team are making it easier, easier for everyone else to get home. Go eat. But, I mean, you figure... Left side to right side, the Chiefs are a hell of a lot stronger on that left side with Orlando Brown and um, Joe Tooney. Yeah, uh, Andrew Wiley is going to have his hands full on the right, which means they're probably going to have to bring guys over to help, and that's just going to leave either the middle or the uh, left side of our left side of their line, right side of our line open. So, look, it's not it's not a good team to have a weakness on your line mm-hmm. going against the Eagles. So, I, I think that's going to be. I mean, every game is one of the trenches, and I think yeah. that's gonna that's gonna stay true in this game. That's Sweet. what wins you championships. It's that's what wins you championships, bro. Big guys. It's, it's funny how you yeah. still have hurts and you still have all your wide receivers and DBs. The game all we're talking about is defensive line versus offensive line. And that's what's gonna win you this game, bro. That's all we're oh. talking about. And I don't know how the Kansas City offensive linemen are looking at this film like. Fuck, we got it. You tell me I have to do what? Like this is what I get paid to do. Like, is it am I against the odds? But of course, being biased, I have to say I had the Chiefs winning 34-24 over the Eagles. 
I thought you just said it was a lock. You say it's 24, a lock. 24? I don't. I don't want. I, I have. Hold on. Let me let me count this out. I have one, two, three. Leak, while you're counting, um, <clears throat> I just did a little research. In the same amount of playoff games this year, do you know Brandon Graham and Micah Parsons had the same amount of sacks? Do you know? Uh, hey, that's but more I'm earned than to that. him. I'm just saying facts. That's more earned. You, you proved my point. That's more earned by, by Michael Parsons. Thank you, Parsons. Thank you for stepping up in those games when with all the attention <laughs> on you. That's you you're, having to go against Trent Rich. Are, are you kidding me? That you just proved my point. He had Thank it against you. the Bucks. He didn't do anything against the Niners. Again, scheme wise, brother. Let's talk about schemes. If you want to talk I about football, I do understand what you're saying, but you're acting as if you, me, and Dave could go and play for Brandon Graham and do the same exact thing as him. You still have to give him credit for what he's doing. Oh, okay. If you give me NFL experience, NFL height, NFL strength, you would do the same exact thing, brother. You get to walk to. You mean all the attention is diverted away from me, and I have to beat one guy instead of a triple so team? Any other, team any other, any other defensive end this year? Would Michael had... Parsons gets more tackles than that. No, no, no. Listen, you're you're telling me an, an NFL player, any NFL player would have 11 and a half sacks on this D-line with the Eagles like Brandon Graham did this year. Yeah, I, I guarantee you at least I, at least 10. I guarantee you, brother. Hey, that, that, put, <laughs> that means you put Brandon Graham top 20? Huh? I, I'm telling you, it's it's a feeling. It's just a feeling that I have. Again, I give respect to Sweat. Again, Eagles fans, you guys want fucking, you want us to suck your dick and do extra work to, to make no, you, you happy. you brought this Brandon Graham take but, on yourself. Yeah, no, you I'm telling you, this. I'm not giving him that much praise. I gave you Sweat. I give you Redick. I'm not giving him that much praise. The same reason you won't give Parsons praise, because if you're hate, that's fine with me. I'm not giving him all the praise, because when I see those yeah. other guys dog yeah, like, out, Great. You can say, who's not giving Micah Parsons praise? Liam would never give him his praise. Liam fucking hates the guy. I he hate the guy, too. Liam, Liam follows his Twitter account every day. It, it, it's always in Liam's top five for him to make sure he goes on his Twitter to go look at his tweets and then come report him, back to I, me. I give future eagle Micah Parsons his credit. Because <laughs> you know Don't he wants to be here. You know he wants no. to be here. I give you him think his that'll happen? What? You think that'll happen? I think he wants to be here. Who wouldn't want to be here, League? We're about to be Super Bowl champs. Everyone's going to Penn State. He's a local guy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 30 to 24. 30. I wrong. 30 to 24. Hey, what were you favorite. adding? I, I think I added a fucking <laughs> something. I, I, was, I was putting in field goals wrong. But, yeah, Michael Parsons pisses me off with – that's the same, Liam, like we talked a couple weeks back with no matter what, uh, the Bustin' Boys saying that no matter what, we want the Big Ten to win. Yeah, Shut yeah. the fuck up, Michael Parsons. Fuck yep. the Eagles, bro. Fuck them. Like, why would we say go win it for the NFC East? What the fuck, my guy? Bro, he, he's planting a seed. He's, it's, it's, it's Jalen. It's, I want the, I was rooting for the Eagles here. No, he's was, doubling back. He's it doubling was the back. Johnson talk, what, a week or two ago about how, what yeah. a monster he is. And he is. It's just, he's planting seed here, planting seed here. So then when his time comes, he can say, yeah, I wanted to be an Eagle all these years. Can we just That's shut him down? We can't afford him. We'll never be able to afford him. The Cowboys he will just never let wants, him go. He just wants to be liked by the league. That's what it is. He's doubling he back to be like, he wait, does. I want the players to like me. I'm so sorry. Players don't like me nowadays. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? He just, that's all he's doing. Like, just shut the fuck up. This is, is the college no more. Is that a concern for you? Is that a concern that your best player is potentially a locker room distraction now? 
no, no, no. That's not locker room distraction. That's, I hope the league likes me. Well, I hope yeah. the league likes me. That's all that is. Like that. That does nothing in the locker room. The locker room people love him. They love that shit. But it just makes no sense. Like, just stop tweeting, bro. Tweets don't distract in my eyes. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. We we talked about going into this that if if you don't know the story of uh Big Charlie Saloon and Dave, where where is it at exactly? It's eleventh uh, and oof. McKean. That's, it's, it's in South Philly. South Philly, right? I was going to say South Philly. So this is the Chiefs bar that's been there for a while now. Um, that if all you have to do is do a Google, I'll have it on the screen here, that if you bring it up, they legit, and my boy that lives in Philly also, he said, like, when the Chiefs games are on, sometimes they'll get a permit to block off the street um, so you can go ahead and they can watch the, the, the games there, that they have decided not to open. That's the word on the street right now, not to open for the Super Bowl. In my eyes, it's the biggest cuck move I've ever seen. <laughs> At least set up, you know what? We're doing a private showing. It's just going to be like those select fans who've been diehard fans. At first, that's what I saw. That's, that's what be they a diehard did, fan only. That's oh, what, they that what they did. So they set that up, and then people were getting upset that they didn't have enough room, enough reservations, this, that, the other. Because apparently they do have a huge, like, yeah, man. following. Like, a bunch yeah. of people go there for Chiefs games. But, yeah, apparently there was, like, way too much demand, obviously not enough space. So they were just like, now nah, we're bagging it. We're not doing this at all. And everyone in the comments, I was reading them, were like, oh, it's totally fine. Like, we totally support you. And I'm like, that's crazy. No. Well, you got to in my eyes, it's it's get the permit. It's the, I think that what it is, is they probably couldn't get the permit and they couldn't get policing to be out there. Because no matter what, win or lose, they're getting fucked yeah. in fuckery <laughs> brought down on them. So it's like. Why not? Like, just fuck it. Play into it, dog. When will you ever have this scenario ever again in your lifetime? Yeah, they also, I, I didn't see this post, but apparently there's another post about them saying, like, due to our respect for the city of Philadelphia for, like, this, that, or the other, which is pretty wild and kind of beat. Um, Would Philly do that for them? That's the same thing in New York. Nah, New York no. got cucked out as well for the Empire State Building. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, bro. Yeah, New Yorkers so are mad. pissed on that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cucked out. Um, but hey, this gonna be it's an interesting that's an interesting thing to have. As we talked weeks ago, I brought that up that someone yeah. told me about the Chiefs bar being in, in Philly. Um last we, we gotta move forward. Pro Bowl. What are your thoughts? I'm so fucking tired of the Pro Bowl. Do we have suggestions for going forward? I did see that some of the events that they first of all, I didn't know. Did you know going into this game that it was flag football? Yeah, I did know that. I did know that, yeah. So they had, a, and I'll run down, Epic Pro Bowl Dodgeball. Uh, they had the lightning round where 16 players compete in three-part elimination challenge. Uh, they had the longest drive. Four players from each conference compete in a challenge to drive a golf ball the farthest. Precision passing, of course. Best catch. Um, and then, again, best catch. The gauntlet, they always have that. Move the chains. Uh, kick tack toe in my eyes this seems like it's just field day for nfl players it's not even a pro bowl anymore what are your thoughts yeah i think i mean name your teams name name your pro bowlers and don't fucking play the game whether it's pads on it was a flag football game when it was pads and a full field yeah. like nobody tackled nobody gave a shit yeah i guess the games are pretty cool like the um you know it almost is a little bit nostalgic when you look at like the old Madden, like mini games, when you were a kid, like playing all those different fun little, fun little events. Like, I yeah. guess that's cool. Like watching kick tack, uh, kick tack toe, whatever, um, the pass. 
you know, the precision passing, like to kind of see like these dudes just having fun, like the dodgeball, it's cool. Like if nothing else is on, you're not doing anything. Like, sure, I'll watch the best athletes in the world, like compete in a gym game. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> like if you want to keep that, then keep it. But as far as the game goes, it's just, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. So I like the events after the fact. I never watch them. I, I just, I simply don't care. Yeah. And that's the issue that the league has. And I don't think the players care either. Obviously, as, as shown by Tyler Huntley getting the start in the Pro Bowl, like, <laughs> yeah. excuse me, he started like two games this year. Um, <laughs> but like, it's cool, it's cool seeing dodgeball. It's cool seeing... I guess the longest drive. I don't really know what that has to do with football at all, but shout yeah. out Jordan Porter for sh- driving it like 375 yards. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the games are cool. They're kind of gimmicky. The actual flag football game is dumb as hell. Uh, I'm I'm with you guys on just, like, naming the Pro Bowl team. I guess it's kind of cool for players that want to go, like, go spend a weekend in, in Vegas or wherever yeah. it may be. It, was, it used to be in Hawaii, so that was kind of cool. Hawaii. Like, yeah. No one cares. But you can't you can't make players go to Hawaii for that bullshit now. Nah. In my eyes, it's funny how much you know stipulation is on it. When a player doesn't make the Pro Bowl, they get pissed off. They're tweeting, you know, Michael Parsons being stupid. Like yeah, that happens every year where someone's like, "I was snuffed for the Pro Bowl. It's fucked up. Now I'm gonna go prove myself." Like now, it doesn't even fucking matter. Like no one cares. It's voting. But at the end of the day, what I think we have to go back to is we got to get back to how it used to be. I think. Let's do it like it is, like the, um, what is it called? The combine. Do the best combines. The same way, like, it used to be back in the day where they had, fuck, the old Cowboys guy. I forget his name. They had, like, the benching. Who could bench 225 the most? They had the fastest guys run. Like, have the game, man. Like, in my eyes, it's like the NBA has done it perfectly, right? They had the best. Have the N- NFC and AFC, like, it's going to be the quarterbacks who pick their position players. Allow it to happen. So they play on either side. Allow the best versus the best, and let's just let them play with each other. I think that's better because it exposes the league to, like, you. now you can make more friends. You're not just staying with the AFC or the mm-hmm. NFC. Like, you get to be exposed to the league more. It makes camaraderie. But as well as, like, I don't know if you could – I don't think you could do the same because out of the NBA, they go all out now. Now it's like they put that yeah. point system and, you know, money-wise, stuff like that. Like, I think – just go back to pads. Like, if they don't want to play, they don't want to play. But at the end of the day, it's like, are we, are we talking about mo- money is that big of a concern now that I don't want to risk my body in that last game? Fucking Sean Taylor was coming down fucking wrecking kickers. Like, like fucking, like, who gives a fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's in the last game. If you can't compete at the level for the last game because you're saying, oh, I make too much, are we not talking about the love of the game anymore? Are we not talking about the entertainment that it has anymore? Or is fuck that, I don't get paid for this game. It's not, it could end my contract. What are your standpoints on that last game, pads, at least? So I actually agree with the guys that wouldn't want to play in pads. <clears throat> I mean, we see it all the time. We see it in training camps. We see it in preseason. Like, this is why they're shortening preseason. This is why I don't even think preseason should really even be a thing. Freak accidents happen. Forget about big hits and, like, concussions or, yeah. you know, broken arm. It, I mean, let's just take the Ravens. Know, let, let's yeah take exactly the Ravens for example or let's say Trevor Lawrence right let's say let's say they padded up and Trevor Lawrence went out twisted his leg wrong non-contact towards ACL now he's out all of next year or yeah somebody like um, Lamar Jackson who's on a contract year makes the Pro Bowl and says you know what fuck it yeah I'll go play this is cool same thing happens to him Ravens aren't going to give him a deal or at least what he would have gotten to go play 
Exactly. Anything can happen. So if my season's over anyway, I'm, I'm not playing in any more meaningless games. At least it's seven on seven. Like it's practice. It's it's training. I'm I'm getting paid to go to the complex to gear up for a season that actually matters. Versus get me get me some tea times and let's get this off season started. I mean, it, it's the same thing. I think. I think it's the same thing. Like no matter what you. I mean, the guys aren't playing at that speed, but it has to be. You have to do it better. You have to at least say, if you want to go 7-on-7, seven seven, make the events better. The events can't be they're jumping off of diving boards like you're like they're YouTube fucking, you know, guys. Like, like we got to do something better. Like, I, I don't know. There has to be some type of context that at least is similar to the hype of the dunk contest. There has to be something that's up to that speed of maybe mm-hmm. you do one-on-ones. Maybe it's one-on-ones. I like let's that, do yeah. competition of the one-on-ones. Like, your top DB calls out the top wide receiver guy, and let's see who wins. Like, that type of shit. Do put all athlete shit out there. I don't know. Issues are gonna lose. I, I, I bet you in a couple of years we'll see it go from your pro ball. You're all like, you're, what are you all pro? Like that's yeah. just gonna be. <laughs> it's like everything's a money grab for the NFL. Yeah, it's it's no secret that this thing is just a business. So whatever they're gonna do to get money, I feel like they can't be making that much off this though. Like they, people right. go in person, but they're not really like. Stands yeah. are never full. It's not like anyone's yeah. like gathering around for this, that, or the other. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm all in on just like naming in a Pro Bowl team so people have that because like people go into the Hall of Fame, they're like, oh, nine Pro Bowls. Like yeah. I get why people get it's pissed true. when they don't get voted to a team because yeah. if that's going to be your resume going in, then people are like, yo, I got snubbed for fucking this this guy, and that's very mm-hmm. true. So hey, but what's his name? Hudley. He he has that on his resume now. Yo, he started he in like, approval. Yeah. He like <laughs> won the AFC, their skills competition or accuracy, yeah, 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 whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, that was falling yeah. out. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yo, we didn't talk about the bet, bro. The Super Bowl bet. That's the one thing we left off. We haven't talked about it. I'm thinking on my end, the bet that, that I'm proposing, if the Eagles win, we're at the parade with it. You would go to the parade? If they win, I'll go. We'll record right. it, make content from it. We'll record it your crib beforehand, and I'll sacrifice and wear a fucking Eagles hat for that. All right. Um, on that note, the someone has leaked that the parade would be Thursday at 10 a.m. following the Super yeah. Bowl. That makes sense. I think the last one was Thursday, too. So, so that That's out there. That's set in stone if the Eagles win. When the Eagles win the Super Bowl, Thursday at 10 a.m. <laughs> Just put that in your calendar, Malik. All right. Uh, it's, it's, it's a definite. I'll be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a lot. I well, think. How about this? Go ahead. Hey, I'll do. Um, and again, if you have something, let me know. If the Chiefs win, we can go the following weekend or whenever you want. I'll rock an Eagles jersey and I'll walk in the Big Charlie's saloon. And we can go. I'll get ripped apart by Chiefs fans. I don't know what else you want. No, no I don't, I don't want be that anyone because... there. Yeah, I don't want right. that because it seems like they're already cuffed enough and they, they don't they don't stand on their own fucking morals. I want <laughs> I truly, truly want the 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 excuse and if the, if you guys lose this game, I want the Dallas hasn't been in that big game discussion voided for at least a minimum of two years. I cannot hear that talk for two years. Why? From that and I'm making a a, a, a like a, like you've been kidnapped video. Speaking towards your love for Dallas. That's what I want. Hell no, we'll not do that because it's not an opinion-based thing. It's just I'm literally saying I want that out. Fact. I can't I can't just stop saying facts on, on the Cowboys because not. Because that because in every argument then when you leave with that, it's okay. 
I had nothing to stand on then. Okay, we haven't been there in 20 years. Okay, <laughs> we're not America's team. All right. There you there go. There has to be something else you come with every week besides okay. you haven't come to the big game and that you aren't America's team. Okay, I will. Yeah. I will do that. Okay. Two, I'm only asking for two years. I'm not asking for <laughs> for eternity. That's all I'm asking. Just right. know the only reason he's not saying it is because he's not allowed to, but it's still true. Regardless, it's, yeah, it's, whatever happens nope. in this game, the Cowboys still, still have not stand done on it, Dave. anything. He can't stand on that, Dave. I'll just have Dave. I'll just have Dave on, and I'll text him. <laughs> say it now. Say it now. Say it now. <laughs> he just drops in. He bombs. Yeah. Yo, who's coming in, Dave? It's because they haven't won in twenty years. It just leaves. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, listen. Actually, um, real quick, I know we're wrapping up. I know we got some Brady talk to do it. Dave, it's actually a question for you. I, I might be wrong. It might have happened before, and I just can't think of it. The last quarterback, and this no, this is honest. This oh, is okay. this not, no Cowboys. The last quarterback <laughs> to win to win the MVP and the Super Bowl in the same year is it still Kurt Warner back in '99? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, yeah, it's crazy. So there you go. Yeah, MVP award comes out this Thursday. It's going to be Mahomes and Brady. Same thing oh. happened. Same thing happened five years ago. Brady was the MVP. Just saying, last time a quarterback's won MVP in the Super Bowl in the So what season. happens? What happens if Rose reverse? If Hurts wins it? That's what I mean. Maybe oh. he can be the one to change that. <laughs> I'm just saying, one of those two quarterbacks is going to win the MVP award this Thursday, and that is a statistic out there that I do believe 1999 was the last year that it happened. So either Mahomes, it's going to be Mahomes or Hurts. There's no nobody else that's going to be able to win it. Wait, you're saying Super Bowl MVP or win a Super Bowl? Win a Super Bowl. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, because every year that Brady won a Super Bowl, he didn't win league MVP, and the right. five league MVPs that he got, he didn't win Super Bowls those years. Exactly. One Crazy. of them being against the Eagles. Yeah. That's 12 what? years total Weird. that they just didn't match up at all. Yeah. What? Um, anyway. <laughs> How? Weird. Just Again, just a little tidbit to look out for. It's a it's a weird, one of those weird stats that like you just don't think about, but yeah, we'll That's find crazy. out. Let's see if they break that history. Fuck, I forgot to and, and now who does that voting? Like is that player or is that league? I think it's like writers. Yeah. League writers. Uh I know Everyone, Super Bowl like, MVP is eighty percent writers, twenty percent fan. Yeah. Uh I'm, so I wonder when that ballot was cast in. Because, ugh, fuck, it, I feel like it doesn't matter. I feel like the hype of Mahomes, no matter what will will Yeah. Like if you put Hertz on that team and has had Hertz to go out there and do what Mahomes has had to do, by all means it would be no nothing questionable. But I think it's truly like not no bias shit. It's the fact that Hertz hasn't had to go out and just be amazing to win your game. Like Hertz has played amazing in in his role, but he hasn't had to be Patrick Mahomes and fucking limp out to win you like you know you know what I mean? Like the story behind it. Either way, I'll take a Hurts any day of winning you a game the way he has to win you a game. Why do more than you have to and, and put, you know, losses in, in chance because you want to be, quote-unquote, the MVP of the league? So I think if Hurts plays those last two games, the MVP is probably his either way. Right. I don't think so. Um, because he I was, still don't think so. He was the front runner. He was the favorite in all of yeah. Vegas' odds before going down. So, I mean, it was close. And, yeah. I mean he did go down so it doesn't matter and also yeah. like would be very happy for him but it doesn't matter just win the damn thing mm -hmm. we'll see we'll see yeah. I, my last take on tom brady so tom brady announced his retirement i stick by that he's definitely leaving liam's like he's leaving one more year out there i say that this is his family year to where he's like pretty much that 
it's the I'm leaving the league. I'm not going to think football for a year, but I also know I'm going to want to shoot myself in the head with being just with my family for a year. So I'm giving myself the year to get back to doing something and busy work. My only gripe is I think it's crazy when you look at like the amount of money he's made from football and the amount of money he's yeah. making in his 10 year contract with the end. It's Fox, right? Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think if I were of Tom Brady, I would have never went through to be an NFL, like what is it, analyst or whatever called. Mm-hmm. I would have never done that. I would have gotten into a new scope of media. He could be the biggest of Joe Rogan. He can go get that contract to where there's sports podcasts that are out there right now who like busting with the boys. You have all these sports podcasts out there. There's one in hockey. I forget what it's called. But like he has the ability to go out there and work on his own time, shoot when he wants to shoot, go sign to Spotify for fucking crazy loot and talk about sports. Everyone wants to hear what he has to say. Him and Edelman. Him and Edelman just go ahead and just do a podcast that way that's so much more relaxing and make more money that way. My, that's what I would have done. Fuck being an analyst I think and he, having to watch games. I think he does have a podcast out, though. Does he? Yeah, no. I think I heard, or at least he just started it called Let's Go. Look it up. I saw some <laughs> things on Twitter about it. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. I guess he's saying fucking doing both. Um, I mean, yeah. I guess it's a crazy... My crazy take is that, yeah, he'll come back for a year. I love Brady. I hope he does. That Him saying, I'm going to join Fox in 2024, is him saying, yeah, I'm going to let the year ride out just in case the 49ers give me a call. Then I'm back at it. But <laughs> <laughs> Listen, after last year, I guess you never really know. But, Dave, what do you think? Is he is he done? Is he hanging it up? It's just goofy, man. Like, he he got divorced or separated from his wife or whatever the hell all, all for this of this bum year. Like, he came back for what, and then he just retires immediately after the season. But, like, you did this last year. Wait more than three weeks, man. Like, figure it out. Just, like, let it sit. Let it just, like, figure itself out. Then when the season starts to roll around, like, OTAs, like, everything that happens before the preseason, make a decision then. Like, you, you rushed into this for what? Like, I don't know. It feels silly and... I, I mean, him coming back was silly, and I don't really care what he does. I, I think he should just take his money and run. Like, bro, what are, you, what are you even doing? Like, you have more money than you know what to do with, and you have this crazy deal with Fox that no one really knows what you're doing because he's not going to the booth. Like, he's just going to be an analyst or, like, a call-to guy. Like, so, I think the plan is for him to take over Greg Olson's spot. Okay, so he is going <laughs> to the booth. Yeah, Got yeah. It. Just in 2024. I'd rather hear that than Greg Olson. I uh, think Greg Olson's been all right. I was going to say, he's kind of fine. Yeah. Him, him and Gronk just, uh, they, I don't like it. I don't know why, I don't know how Gronk just got in that, in that play. I don't know either. I Not think it. it's truly off of uh, his work with State Farm or whatever he works with because everything, uh, his involvement is NFL crazy in these last couple of weeks of, once it was announced that he's doing a Super Bowl kick or something like that, Yeah. now all of a sudden he's oh, like yeah. the front-facing guy. So I think it has to play <laughs> into, into that role. But hey, Tom Brady's out here. He's throwing his shots on social media with covering up the package, shooting shooting those uh those underwear out there. It was actually Tyreek Hill was like, hey, man, this man out here acting like A.B. already. So, hey, the, I, I love to see it. Tom Brady, let me know if you want to be on America's team. We'll take you and get rid of Dak. Next week, I'm going to have to talk about – we're going to talk about rebuilding because uh, the Eagles year will be done. The Cowboys, we've already been in Bora Bora. So we'll talk about rebuilding with the, what the Cowboys have been talking about. Best of luck to the Chiefs. If you want to say something to Eagles, go ahead. Just get just get me to Sunday. Get, get the job done. <laughs> I'll see you. Hey, I I'll got, see you. I got one question for each of you left. 
Okay. Malik, what do you think the NFL rushing record in a Super Bowl is for a quarterback? Mm-hmm. I texted Liam this. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it? Is it? I feel like it's it's possibly low. It's I'm going to shoot for relatively low. Yeah, I'm going to shoot for like 150. No, lower. Go what lower. Give you, I'll give you one more guess. Go lower. Really? As a court as a quarterback. Quarterback. Right? Quarterback. Oh, oh, as as a, as a quarterback. Sheesh, I'm going to sit there at like 70. 62. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Now, do oh, you man. think Jalen Hurts can break that record on Sunday? Can he? Yeah. Of course. Um, will he? Will he? No, I don't think he will. I don't think he'll necessarily need to. Yeah. Um, I think he might get close. I, I'd put him – I could see him getting around – 40 45 but breaking 62 I don't know if I I don't know if he'll do it I say if he breaks that record that means you guys had a close chance to losing that means that he was having some desperation and having to break out and, yeah. and make some plays I don't think you want him to yeah. break that record going into this week that's but I can yeah. see if he if he's fucking off if he's going like that that's the only way I see him breaking that record and possibly if he breaks that record you guys still lose because he's had, he had to do that on his feet to win you a game. So you better pray he don't come close to that. <laughs> you look at it that way, or you could say on the other side, the reason he broke it is because they were efficiently running the ball to keep it out of Mahomes' hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's probably your best bet to beating this team is making sure Mahomes has the ball as little as possible. Yeah. So. Or it was a breakaway 70-yard run to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, right? No, <laughs> no that's Kenny Gainwell's to have. Yeah, I already, already had my bet in for a Gainwell TD. Future you, RB1. Do you have any bets? Are you betting on this game? Of course. I'm going to spend every dollar what, I have on this game. I don't know what I'm going to bet just yet. Again, it is what? on Tuesday. But I will say I have already put in an anytime touchdown for Kenneth Gainwell, and I'm leaning towards a Devontae Smith one as well. Shit, I love man. the Kenny Gainwell touchdown scorer. Um, I never, I never bet on the Cowboys. I, I'm too scared to bet on any of my no, teams. No, I won't bet. I won't bet on. Won't bet the score. I'm not allowed to bet on the Eagles outright. I'll just do like player props. Yep. I, I can't. If I bet on the Eagles, they'll lose. To win, like you're saying, if they to win or lose. I, yeah, I won't. I won't bet on that. I'll bet on like like Dave just said, like Jalen Hurts over 62 rushing yards. Like Eight. maybe I'll bet on that, or I'll bet on you know. You have the fun props like heads or tails. Is the national anthem going to go longer than even money? You know, two minutes or whatever. They do that shit. Oh yeah, oh, dude. They do every. They do what color Gatorade, Gatorade. is going to be splashed on the coach on the winning coach. It's everything. On what? On what sites? All of them. <laughs> and really, Malik, we're not saying yeah. a single sports book's name until they sponsor this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I reached Free out. advertising. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No free sponsorships. No worries. No worries. Hey, maybe I'll get some locks in then. Because I think this game's a lock. I'm going to bet on the Eagles all day. And honestly, yeah, I'll be mad if I lose. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we'll see. Hey, man. Dave, it was awesome for you to come in. Uh, we definitely have to do this again. I would love to come in uh, after this mm-hmm. loss and, and hear what you have to say. Liam, I know you're not going to be in the right frame of mind. Expect no text from me, but I'm expecting some text back from you uh, mm-hmm. when it's time for this game. But as always... Please continue to like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. All of our audio and visuals on YouTube, uh, YouTube at In Those We Trust, Instagram at We Trust underscore podcast on Instagram. Follow us uh, on SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify. 
follow Insta- uh, follow Liam on the Instagram at. Yep, Liam Stokes 11. You'll see plenty of videos of random people dancing in the streets of Philadelphia on Sunday night, so be sure to follow. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Do you want to give out your social media? Yeah, it's uh, Instagram at Liam Stokes 11. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we share we share accounts. Yeah, we do. Oh, okay. yeah. oh that makes sense. It's pretty cool. Dumbass yeah. takes. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> Two eagles' minds do not combine well. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> thank you, guys. I appreciate it all. Thank you for coming on again, Dave. Appreciate See you guys, guys next week. All right. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, Dave.